I'm going to talk a little bit about the Hema unit template that uh, I deciphered on the Great Pyramid, named after the architect of the Great Pyramid. Uh, this is me in front of the South King's Chamber air shaft. It's the one of the four, the two in the King's Chamber, the two in the Queen's Chamber, that's shaped so differently. It's like a hexagon shape, and someday I'll do a program on that. Very interesting. But I want to look at these air shafts and the Hemiunu template. So we've done a program on this mysterious shape that is right there in the Great Pyramid. It's located in that spot. And, you know, we talked about the possible meanings of that iron gate. Uh, so, you know, if you take this uh, translucent picture at the bottom and place it over these two designs, the, the Hemiunu template and the boss both show up. You know, we're not forcing it. You can see those lines. Now I added, we added the, the, the two corners there obviously, but they're implied in everything else that's there. So the Hemiunu template does seem to fit there uh, without forcing anything. It's plainly, you know, s sort of indicated by that shape. And if you take the bottom line that's, uh, that's in the gate photo, that really sets up a place for the boss to sit. That line that's in the, you know, the iron gate uh, sets up for the boss. And the boss is like the, the logo of the entire pyramid, the, the design of the pyramid. But what's interesting about the boss is that it doesn't have the subterranean chamber. You know, it's, it, it, the, the boss is a, like a diagram in miniature of the entire pyramid, but the subterranean chamber is not there. And it's interesting that this iron gate was placed by the director of antiquities, Maspero, to keep people from going into the subterranean chamber. So another unbelievable connection. So uh, just looking at this, uh, putting a circle through, because there is a, you know, a circle in that iron gate, it's circular. And so just looking at, at parts of it here, you know, if you, if you place a circle around it, there's, you know, it connects with the uh, King's, uh, Queen's Chamber air shaft there, connects with the Queen's Chamber air shaft there, connects with the place where it actually appears in the Great Pyramid, the bottom of the subterranean chamber, and then the void. Some people picture the current void, the muon void that's there that way. Some of them put it the same way, you know, as the Grand Gallery, but that's implied there too. Okay, so the Hemiunu template, this is uh, the grid that John Legan, the great mathematician and uh, geometrician, uh, says this is the essential uh, Giza layout grid. Okay, so uh, it's uh, 100 cubits, 1,000 cubits by 2,000 cubits, okay? So that means 50 Hemiunu templates, because the Hemiunu template is 200, you know, cubits on each side. So there's one use of the Hemiunu template. So the Hemiunu template is the, the distance across the Great Pyramid from the, uh, the air shaft outlets, okay? So pictured right there. So is it 200 cubits or 198 cubits? All right, so here's Flinders Petrie's diagram of where the, uh, the north air shaft exits, and you can see that it exits at, exits at the 103rd course. Okay, let's look at the south exit, and you can see also that the south exit exits mostly in the 103rd course. Okay, so you've got the south uh, exiting at the 103rd course, the north exiting at the 103rd course, just as we're saying here. So the 103rd course, is, course defines a 200 cubit square. Now others say the distance across is 198. Uh, so is it, you know, is it 200 or 198? Now, um, 
what I found in my own calculations is that when you calculate any height on the Great Pyramid, the chances of it being an even cubit across is small. But usually when you feel you've come to an even cubit, because the Egyptians used that, we don't use it today, but when one of our meters or feet measurements when converted to cubits comes out even, that seems to indicate something. Like you're on to, you know, chasing something down the Egyptians were doing. So I found that the 103rd course, which I showed, the two exit, the, the two air shafts exit, that is 200 cubits. But the 104th course right above it comes out to an almost even 198. So it's so interesting the two course layers right next to each other come out to almost even cubits. Interesting, 198 and 200 both seem to be indicated that way. Here's a chart I made you know, showing the 198 because a lot of people say this is elegant geometry. So you can see that there, it's 11 times 11 cubits from the vertice of the pyramid to that air shaft. Then the 198 is 11 times 18. And then from the air shaft to the other vertice, it's 11 times 11. So that's part of the elegant geometry that people like the 198. They like to say it's 198, where I say it's 200, you know. Well, my 200 uh, Royal Cubit nomination for the Hemiunu templates received some academic so acceptance. Now, I did this video recently where I talked about the need for Egyptologists to come together more with independent researchers. There must be a way. And I'm partly involved in both worlds. Mostly I'm an independent researcher because I use YouTube and Instagram a lot as my channel. So there's my you know, Instagram channel. I'm at Sage Silent. And uh, here's my YouTube channel, Great Pyramid AIP. But I also uh, have presented at uh, Egyptological conferences the, the last two years for ARSI, the American Research Center in Egypt, one of the largest Egyptological organizations in the world. I presented there this year uh, about markings on the eastern bedrock of the Great Pyramid. It, it was supposed to be in Toronto, but it became virtual this year because of COVID, obviously. The year before, uh, it was in uh, uh, Virginia, um, and uh, it's, I put 218, it's actually 219 that I pre presented on the trial passages. So I've presented at academic conferences. Now here is a paper by a great uh, researcher with the pyramid and other things, Alexander Puchkov, and uh, he's dealing in this article with the surveys, uh, the three major surveys of the King's Chamber air shafts. So that would be, you know, Flinders Petrie, and then Gattenbrink, and then uh, uh, Maragagioli, I'm not sure you pronounce that, Minaldi, I see it all the time, but I don't discuss it enough with academics to know how to pronounce that, but MNR. So those three surveys, and you can see over here that comments are made by various you know, academics when a, uh, something's put out for draft, like Alexander Puchkov did. So I was asked to weigh in on this. So I did, I, I wrote a long piece, you don't see all of it there, but you see my name in the upper left-hand corner there. And Alexander Puchkov wrote back to me and he said, basically the 200 cubit level, he says, if we consider the fact of the presence of an even 200 cubit level near the shaft outlets in the context of the planned actual design, so he's saying it can be one of the legitimate explanations for the exit of the air shafts at the 103rd course because it, because it comes out to an even 200 cubits. And that's my point. Hemiun is the designer of the Great Pyramid. He's the one that made it come that way. So here's a great research researcher agreeing with me. And other you know, researchers, uh, Legan, uh, uh, Sam Leboy weighed in on this, uh, uh, you know, uh, Manu Sevzada. So I feel like you know, the fact that Alexander Puchkov gave a very positive you know, feedback to, to, to my 200 cubit, you know, is like an affirmation of it. Here's another researcher, Jan uh, Gudrian. Uh, he does a lot of work with John Lega and they work together. And he wrote about how he said it was a double confirmation of some numbers. And he's using, by the double confirmation, he means both the 198, which he's using, but also Flinders Petrie's 200 royal cubits. So again, he talks about both 198 and the 200 as being kind of confirmed.
Okay, so uh, so here's the HemiUnit template from the top view. So you can see that uh, the two air shafts, uh, the King's Chamber South and the King's Chamber North, where they go through, not in the exact middle of the pyramid. You can see where the notch is, that's part of the HemiUnit template, and the boat pointers from the east side converge in the southwest. So that's the definition of the HemiUnit template, that slice of uh, the horizontal slice of the Great Pyramid. Okay, now this is the 200 cubit pyramid, 200 base pyramid cubit that, uh, cubit pyramid that Mark Lehner says likely was meant to be uh, put on top of the trial passages. You can see that the, the lower passages in this drawing are the trial passages. Okay, so this is where that would have been. You know, you can see right there, that would be the center because that's called the third trial passage. That defines the center. It's the center of the Queen's uh, satellite pyramids there. And so you can see that blue square, that's the Hemayunu template. That's where the pyramid over the trial passages would have gone. It's the same size as the Hemayunu template. By the way, the uh, northern border of the Hemayunu template goes exactly uh, even with the, uh, uh, the northern border of Hemayunu's tomb. Interesting. Okay, so final, final idea here. So you've got the Hemayunu template defined in the pyramid. You've got Mark Lehner suggesting that over the trial passages, a pyramid of that size, 200 cubits square, was meant to be erected. That, if placed on top of the Hemayunu template, that would be like a pyramidian. From the Hemayunu template up to the top, that would be a pyramidian for the Great Pyramid. Okay, interesting. Stay with us.